Hello everybody, Mike here, founder of Talk About It Mate. Really pleased to welcome you to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Talk About It Mate podcast. And this is a bit of a milestone, a bit of a big one for us. Something that we wanted to do for a while, had to put it on ice because of uh, the current situation of COVID-19. And then just decided to give it a go. And pulling this together, it's taken a bit of preparation. um, But we've built on what we've achieved with our men's group. And it is a group podcast. And uh, I really hope you enjoy this because... It was an absolute pleasure to make it. Hello. Okay. Before you um, get the chance to listen to this, let me explain a little bit about uh, what's led us to this point. Um, We've been running our man's groups now for a couple of months. Um, if you include meeting face-to-face and getting that all set up and then being told that we couldn't meet face-to-face anymore, you know me, a lot of you do, <laughs> didn't take that too well. I was, uh, threw my toys out the pram a little bit. I was like, oh, we've built up such a you know head of steam and then it's time to you know, resurrect that for online and it took me a bit of time to get my confidence up for that and a few sessions, a few teething problems with the internet and as such, but... Um, We've got it going. Done is better than perfect. And uh, I'm really happy to show you an insight into what peer support is. Peer support is bringing people together. There's no hierarchy, no experts. And it's just a group of people helping each other. And I'm usually with a facilitator to ensure that it runs quite smoothly. Um, there are a lot of people offering um, peer support groups or groups that can help in particular men with their mental health and um, most notably Andy's Man Club big shout out to them I think the work that they do is fantastic and the people I've spoke to that have attended meetings of Andy's Man Club have all spoken very highly about the dedication of their facilitators and the work that they put in I also think that on social media and the presence that they have they do a real really great job at raising awareness of mental health and really helping to reduce you know suicide really and uh, I just can't thank them you know more because I think they're brilliant at what they do other groups are offering fantastic uh, services Mentel and Stockport have a really good format and one of the guys in my network has attended and he really um, rates them very highly and they're a dedicated bunch of guys and for me personally um, Directions for Men who are an organisation based in Warrington and Bolton, amongst other places, run by a guy called Chris. And he, he again, is a very dedicated and inspiring guy and is doing a really great job at helping guys, um, you know, providing them with spaces to talk about their mental health in safe spaces, safe managed spaces. Um, and through Chris, I've also found out about a women's group called Supporting Factors, um, Bolton area as such. And there's also the, um, the Life Support Group in Little Lever, run by a girl called Andrea. All these people do fantastic work. Why? Because they care. And many of them will have lived experiences of mental health. Um, I think it's really important that these people get a bit of a shout out. So if you are listening to this, and I hope you all are, you're doing a fantastic job. And one day I think we should all get together with people that facilitate these things because I don't think we take enough time to appreciate the role we play in this because pulling it together can be hard work. Uh, Listening to this, I hope you'll get an idea of what peer support is. First, well, finally, I'd like to thank the guys who consented to be involved in this session. Every single one of them have consented to be in it and agreed. And they're all regular attendees of our group. 
and I know many of them very, very well at this stage. So at this point, here's what they think about the sessions. Yeah, so uh, myself, the sessions for me, uh, I've been part of a talk about it, mate, for a while now. Um, pre this, we had meetups uh, in Manchester, which was uh, it was nice meeting people and talking about various experiences. But mainly from the lockdown, it's just been, it's part of my routine now. So I know that on a Wednesday and Sunday, I've got an hour with like-minded people to talk about my own issues and then to listen to them. And it's just, it's really helped me uh, from a mental perspective. Uh, yeah, the main reason I've, um, it's helped me during lockdown especially is just, is just having that connection, especially being in isolation um, and away from Manchester. It's been a really, really important connection for me. Um, it's really helped, it's, helped me, it's really helped ground me as well. So however stressful work is or the caring that I'm doing, I know that on a Wednesday um, I can just connect and I can get anything off my chest. I can get some positive reinforcement, positive feedback from the group. It's, it's, it's been really helpful, really beneficial. I, just, I came into the group um, when I was at quite a low period in my life. A lot of changes had gone on personally. Um, and I felt quite isolated, quite low. Um, but sharing my experiences, letting my feelings out and um, with like-minded people and listening to their experiences too in quite a, um, a very open and very honest, frank um, reveal about everyone it kind of it peeled away the layers of, of my own embarrassment my own shame opened up and, and made me feel a lot a lot more um, worthy of myself uh, and I think going into the lockdown period um, it's it's been really good to catch up with people because it's been quite a, an isolating experience on my own and I think it's been it's been really good to to share the feelings, emotions, because it hasn't been able to communicate with a lot of friends and family um, at, at, at the time. So yeah, it's been a really good experience. Yeah, so um, for me, I joined and took part in the talk about it mate before we had the lockdown. And at that point, it was exactly what I was looking for in that it was a group setting based about mental health, whereas so much of the treatment and the solutions that you give are actually quite isolating in themselves. And I've always been really frustrated by that. So when Mike got the group going, it was exactly what I would want out of um, uh, mental health support, peer support. It helps to normalize the conversation. When people go there, you've got a safe space, you can all talk openly without any issues, uh, without any judgment. Um, it really allows for a good connection and you get to learn more about yourself. You also get to learn a lot about other people and hearing their stories um, just helps you remember that everyone's got their struggles and also the group sort of provides you with motivation, positive reinforcement. You know, when you're slipping and you're getting into negative thinking patterns, it helps you see that and people can kind of talk about their experiences and it helps get you out of it. Um, and it is, it is good fun as well. And during the lockdown, it's, it's been great routine to know that I've got two times a week when I can check in. Really, really helps. Yeah, for, for me, it's, uh, I've been um, part of this group for 
quite some time now, uh, since uh, quite near the beginning. Um, yeah, it, 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 for me, it, it's just nice to be um, in, in a group where people understand and, and just get it. Um, I, w- I was a bit worried at first that, that it, it would be it'd feel a bit formal and just not very fun. But actually, I've, I've, had, I've got a lot out of it. It's, um, I find it really informal, relaxing, um, and just good just to hang out with people that, that understand where I'm coming from, can bounce ideas off. Um, and, and even if um, I, I don't want to talk, there's, there's no pressure to, which is, is great um, because uh, not everyone's the same. Some people might not feel like they can. Um, just talk about how they're feeling and, or, or, or what's going on in, in, in their lives. So, yeah, for, for me, I think that, that, that's really important. There's no judgment. You, you, you can sit there and, and listen and, and, and take stuff in and just reflect on it um, because that's really beneficial as well, uh, which I have done at times when I've not felt like I can talk. Um, and like I say, we, we, during lockdown, that it... it that connection with with people has been more important than ever before um so yeah that's all i'm going to say on that matter it's great <laughs> uh so i i went to my first in-person talk about it mate um i think maybe i was the reason for the lockdown because as soon as i attended one we couldn't see each other in person anymore and uh I knew from that first meeting that this was something I wanted to continue. I, I think echoing some of the things people said, um, it was exactly what I was looking for. Uh, I don't think there's anything else like this that is as accessible as this, that is, you know, free to use and um, full of like-minded people that drop in, drop out. You don't have to sort of prescribe to a, to a set routine. Um, and it's also given me the opportunity to, to not just be a participant, but also to sort of learn things and, help other people, which I really appreciate. Um, and I think beyond it being something that we might consider support, the thing that's been really valuable for everyone during lockdown is that, you know, it, it has been almost like having a set of friends that I, I didn't necessarily have before I had this group. So I think that's testament to the open and, and welcoming nature of, uh, of it. And I would say that even if I've had a really bad day, um, after I've been in any form of talk about it, made session, whether that be these peer support groups or the extra lockdown sessions, such as the weekend waffle, I always come out of it feeling better. So that was some of the thoughts of the guys involved in the session and you know, it's great to hear the effect that it's having on them and that the way that we can help them it makes me very, very, very proud. So on to the men's session. We hold our men's sessions on Zoom. I wish I had chairs in Zoom, uh, which seems to be the preferred um, video software that people are using uh, during lockdown. So what happens is if you're interested in attending a meeting at one of our men's meetings or our women's meetings, uh, or even one of our fun meetings on a Saturday called The Weekend Waffle, you need to register your interest. You can do that by messaging me on any of the social media, going to our website and registering your interest there, or by going to meetup.com to RSVP, where you will then receive a link, either emailed by myself or automatically through the Meetup site. The link will get you into Zoom, and uh, if there's a password, I'll give you the password. 
then the facilitator in in this example it's me uh, will initiate the session first of all you'll enter the room make sure we make sure that we can see you and hear you so you're on camera and your audio is working so everybody in the group knows who's in the room and can feel comfortable with that at some point if you do need to turn your camera off um that's it's not massively encouraged but we understand if someone needs to nip and get a glass of water but ultimately we want to stay in the room for the duration of that session as if we were sitting in a room together now it's not as some people might think group therapy it's just a chance for people to talk and i hope you'll see from this how normal it kind of is it's just a normal discussion where people are learning about themselves and how they feel so once we've done all that we go through a group contract which i've not included in this podcast and that's just a set of uh, basic ground rules to ensure the safety and confidentiality of what is said in the session um, and then <laughs> i'm very excited about this i don't know if you can tell and uh, then we uh, start our session with what we call a check-in and the check-in the way i would describe that is what do you need to say to be present in that session maybe you've had a really bad day maybe you've had a really good day maybe you're not feeling much at all this is your chance to briefly get that off your chest so that you can be present and ready to be involved in the session without anything else hanging over you that's stopping you from getting involved with that. And then, once everybody's done that, we uh, we choose a topic. Now, the topics are, you know, user-initiated. So at the very, very beginning of our sessions, we collected a you know an array of topics and then we choose from them then you know, the topic list, which we call the it list, hashtag the it list, um, can be, you know, regularly reviewed and added to at any time and sometimes in a session we might talk about more than one topic depends on how conversation goes Uh, so for example in this session you're about to listen to the chosen topic was anxiety which is quite prevalent at this time i imagine um, at the end of the, the discussion time, which we, we was about 15 minutes in this session you're about to listen to, um, we start to check out. So everybody goes around the room and kind of says how they feel after doing that. And again, you can say kind of what you want as long as it's not too long uh, and everyone gets a chance to speak should they feel comfortable to. Um, and even myself, even I get to have a go because um, I love to talk, as many of you know. So, you know, let us know what you think about this. Honestly, feedback is massively important to us. Um, you know, be kind, but, you know, be honest as well. But I think this is something we could roll out for lots of different kinds of groups. And, and the women's group is just starting. Um, and this is a group of guys who've known each other for a number of months, have met in the flesh. So this is what can be achieved when you've got that group who you can share freely and openly with. And I'm really proud of this. So I hope you enjoy it. Okay, guys, welcome to the group. Um, good to see you all and hear you all. Um, my name's Mike, and I'll be facilitating tonight. And um, we'll choose our topic in a minute, but normally when we start our sessions, we'll do a quick check-in, see how you're feeling here and now, or what's been going on with you. So who wants to go first? I'm, I'm more than happy to go first. Uh, yeah, I've had, a, had an okay day. Um, finished work at 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, had a one-to-one session early today. Um, been out for a drive with uh, with the wife to um, pick up an item that she bought on eBay. So I drove through quite posh estates, and uh, obviously coming back and doing doing a session. 
is uh, for me a great and and what's been an enjoyable day. Uh, yeah, I've I've had a really good day, really productive. Started work about seven this morning, um, and then I had um, my first ever Zoom session with a counsellor. So actually, it went really well. I had a really good session with her, and um, just just finished just before this actually. So I'm really buzzing about that. Just a lot of positive thoughts about how I'm going to uh, help myself. Uh, self-care and help myself mentally during the lockdown so it's been i'm feeling pretty positive at the moment all right uh i'll check in next um i'm feeling really energized today i had uh, a bit of a down day yesterday um things just transpired inside my head and i felt a bit low um i'm glad we had a bit of a check uh, session last night spoke to some of you guys on the uh sunday night which was good picked me up this morning I woke up, felt a lot better, felt a lot more energised. I uh, went out for a 10 mile mountain bike ride, um, started putting together some stuff for uh, making some charity face mask type things, which uh, hopefully I'll be able to launch this week. And then came back and have just baked myself a nice chocolate and hazelnut banana bread loaf. So that's looking really good. So I'm feeling tip top. Uh, well, after that call, I'm feeling quite hungry. Um, so yeah, um, I'm I'm actually fairly upbeat today, despite uh, situations. Unfortunately, we got news out of the blue last week that we're actually getting furloughed at work after many weeks of telling it was not on the cards, and all of a sudden it is happening. And then also, um, after furloughs, looking a little unsure as well. Um, but I've kind of kept positive and I've gone out to my networks and I've gone out to my support groups and I've already got an interview for some part-time work lined up tomorrow online and had a chat with someone from work today I've not seen in a while and we're both good at supporting each other mental health and things so I think between that and this group I'm quite happy with how I'm handling it all um, and yeah so I'm yeah it's not great but I'm doing the best I can with it so yeah I'm feeling pretty good actually. Yeah, checking. Um, yeah, last week wasn't that great for me. Um, I wasn't feeling that, that good at all. I had to take some time off work. Um, but after speaking to friends and family and uh, getting involved with, the, with this group as well, I'm, I'm starting to feel a, a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, I woke up today feeling a lot more positive um, and I had a good day at work. So, yeah, feeling okay and looking forward to the, the session. Well, I'll check in now and sorry to bring the room down, but I've had a, <laughs> had a pretty bad day today in terms of uh, stress levels and uh, work. I had a very good end to the working week last week and I feel like work is a big factor, ironically, in lockdown to my my particular mental well-being. And I came into Monday feeling very optimistic and I think I've had the opposite journey to everyone else that it's kind of hit me hard today. Um, and I'm very grateful that I've got this session in place to sort of uh, be that that support on that network um in that situation so that i'm not alone i guess that's me thanks yeah i'll go i'll check in um yeah i feel today i'm feeling okay i feel like very much back on track quite focused quite driven uh quite pleased with what i've done been at exercise got up early and exercised back on track was frustrated over the weekend i think i had a bit of a an outpouring a bit of a moan 
bit of event last night and I feel a bit better because of it. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here and looking forward to seeing what we, we can come up with. So thank you everyone for checking in. And uh, we can move on now. And what we're going to do is looking at our it list that we've been looking at with our topics recently. Uh, some of the topics we've covered, self-care, the future, trust, relationships. So we've done quite, we've gone through quite a lot of topics in recent weeks, but I don't know if there's anything obvious that we've missed or anything that we, we want to choose from the list this week or anyone, or anyone feeling really strongly about something that they want to discuss tonight. I, I suppose I've, I've come into the group with the, probably the strongest negative emotions today. And I don't know, it's all, I think if I was to boil it down into something to talk about, it would be sort of overthinking, anxiety, that's sort of, um, uh, and anyone, you know, strategies to deal with it and, and just how it manifests in other people. Cause for me, having this group is a really good way for me to deal with anxiety because in the past, perhaps I would have um, just dealt with it in an unhealthy way. So I don't know. I don't know what everyone thinks about that as a as a, as a topic to, to discuss from the it list. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Great. And in that case, we'll, uh, we'll go with anxiety. I think it's secretly about something quite looking forward to this one coming up because I think there's a lot we can cover. So as always, share from your own experiences. And if anyone wants to take the lead with this or, or share what they think, now is your chance. Well, I don't mind sharing that I've, I'll, go, I'll be really quick on this because I'm anxious that I'm, I'm speaking too much. But um, my, my usual strategy with anxiety is to be the opposite of how I am naturally, which is to go really insular and, I don't know, hide away for fear of other people's sort of I don't know what it is like almost seeing into my head and, and feel as if like if I see actual people in that moment the thoughts I'm having about what they are thinking become more real but then the irony of that being that I know as soon as I talk to about it with someone I talk about it mate but you know even if it's just my housemate or whatever I always feel better so I don't know how to get over that push and pull of instincts I guess I'll, I'll lead on from following from what, uh, what's just been said. Um, I don't think I've been feeling as, as anxious potentially as that um, on the whole, but I think this, this is a completely, uh, I think as the, as the all media outlets have overused to death, unprecedented situation. Uh, and I think that actually goes without saying that the world has never experienced anything like this. Um, and I think it's, the massive uncertainty um, from a, everything from a global level to a, an individual level that kind of has been playing on my mind. And I've had to sort of narrow everything down to how it affects me, how it affects my family, how it affects my friends. And I suppose uh, whilst I can look after myself, this virus and various other things, the economic downturns and stuff it is, um, doesn't really seem to have uh, any rhyme or reason while we try and control it and stuff like that and I think it's the, it's the whole the massive fear of the unknown which has is, is caused me sort of issues um, as well as being living on my on my own not seeing many people um, in a way this communication this outlet has been has been very stimulating and, and, and good to to let off steam and listen to others let off steam um, but I, I think I don't know how, well, no one knows how long it's going to last for, no one knows what's going to be the outcome, but I think 
the one potentially positive thing about the whole situation is I think everyone is is looking at more at a look after everyone else, looking at you, it's a more emotional, the world is becoming potentially a more emotional world um, with the situation. There's more thought to fellow man and woman, so to speak. Um, I don't know how everyone else feels about that. So hopefully looking to, looking to drag positives from negatives, I'm, I'm hoping to come out of this and the whole the world itself or certainly sub, small subsection of my own life come out of it a lot closer together. Yeah, I mean, on, on subject of that, with um, you saying you hope the world's going to be a nicer place, I've, I've really liked on the Thursdays um, that at eight o'clock the clapping for the carers because the whole street gets involved and for that couple of minutes, it's like there's just this unity of, of happiness and outpouring of um, thankfulness. But anxiety during this, for me, it's something that I never thought it would be. And that is just something simple like going to the supermarket is, it's just loaded for me with anxieties. For me, it's a case of once to get to a supermarket, how, how long am I going to be queuing for? Are people going to keep the distance? And if they don't keep the distance, have I then got to tell them to keep the distance? I'm not a confrontational person in the slightest. So it's quite difficult for me to cope with people in my personal space like it was an issue previously with uh with this but anyone's got the potential to pass it on to anybody and people just seem once once they're inside the supermarkets it's kind of like all hell breaks loose and it's not that i'm worried about getting it because i'm quite a fit and healthy person it's who do i then pass that on to because i've got a lot of uh, colleagues that i work with because i'm still working in an office so that for me at the moment is my main anxiety to be honest yeah, sorry for off there martin yeah um yeah for, for, for me um the, my main anxieties have, have been around me having an autoimmune condition i've got me so um yeah i think it's touched on before fear of the un, unknown and, and it, it being like an invisible thing it's not something that, that's really tangible until you, you you get it so yeah um and although like I said, although it's been good to see a lot of the good stuff i've also seen a lot of bad stuff as well and i think that, that that's triggered a lot of my anxieties of people not following the rules and the recommendations um and, and although i've got a lot from some relationships like in this group it's been really helpful for me i feel like a lot of my other relationships have suffered um with, with friends um just because I, I think the distance doesn't help and the fact that rather than speaking to people face to face and seeing the whites of people's eyes it's you you texting in, instead and 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 messaging people and and i think sometimes a lot of stuff can be misconstrued um and that in itself has manifested to me ruminating about things um and like overthinking and and that in turn has led me to have like to have panic attacks and and like I said before, taking some time off work. So yeah, um, I, I do feel like my anxiety levels have have increased because of this. Um, but I I am trying to see the the, the positives as well, which there are, there are a lot of. Um, I have, can see that there's a lot of good stuff going on out there as well. But I think it is difficult sometimes when you are in that negative headspace. 
um, to actually see that. So I think, again, this is why groups like this are so important and it's good to check in and, and, uh, and just to talk about this sort of stuff. I think um, for me, like when it first happened, it wasn't too bad because it just was just a transition to working from home. But then when the actual lockdown was announced, I think like Martin and others, I felt, I felt really cagey about going out. I wasn't sure what the world was going to be. I imagined kind of this Mad Max world outside um, or police standing on the corners asking for my papers and things. And I was really cagey for a couple of days about just going outside. And I just built up slowly. So it was like, I went for a walk. Oh, that was normal. Um, and then when I needed to go to the supermarket, I just gave myself lots of time to be really present with the emotions and just accept I was going to feel a lot. And then when I got through that, I made going to the supermarket normal again. Um, and then I was able to get out on my bike and bike rides. And that's a big part of my LD is I can go out for my daily exercise. And that's normal. So I just kind of built up slowly and just very much accepted that this is a feeling, it's how I feel, I can manage it and eventually it does pass and it will go and just accept it in the moment, it's really unpleasant. Um, and then another thing that sort of really helped is I broke out the old dysfunctional thoughts forms that I had when I first had treatment decades ago and forgot how useful they are. Just simply writing something down, the trigger, writing down, the feelings and the percentage of which you feel them. And then when you get to the column on evidence, the amount of times when I had evidence for what there is, none, in big capital letters, no evidence. And then carrying on filling that form and you actually visually see that your anxiety or your worry or something's going down. And so it's good for me to see that actually if I break out those tools again, they do work. Um, so if I accept, this is what I feel, I accept it's unpleasant, but then this group and other ways to manage things, it, it does pass, it does get easier. I've, I've I found this whole um, experience really um, has made me focus on my anxiety more than ever I've had the opportunity to because I'm so aware of it now because normally if I'm, my anxiety is caused by, is a social anxiety. So my anxiety is really high when I'm out and in crowds of people, but now I'm not. I'm in isolation, complete isolation. Um, so when my anxiety kicks off, I can focus on it. I can understand where it's coming from. I can see if it's irrational, how irrational it is. I've suffered from it. It's been debilitating for me over the last 20 years, 10 especially. So just this situation, I wouldn't have had this situation normally where I can, for four weeks, I'm on my own, isolated. And when my anxiety kicks in, whether it's about work or my relationship or anything, I've actually got time and space to actually what's causing that anxiety can I come to terms with it can I um, override it so it's going to be weird going back to normal life I think for, for a while um, and I've, qu I've quite enjoyed <laughs> the isolation I've quite enjoyed being isolated I think um, if I was really honest I think I, I, I've really missed uh, uh, solitude I think I really miss this opportunity to just have a bit of solitude and have a bit of and not that I've done amazing things with the time but just just having a bit of solitude a bit of time just to focus and just to understand what my what induces my anxiety and then and the best way of then dealing with it 
<laughs> I think uh, a really good point you mentioned there was about doing stuff with a time. I think a lot of my anxiety um, has come from not really making the most of the time, in inverted commas, because I feel like all the extra anxieties and um, stress has, has made my uh, ME and the depression worse. So, yeah, that in, it, uh, in turn has like manifested itself into thinking, oh, I should be doing more of my time and I should have completed this, I should have done that. Um, when I actually thinking about it, maybe that, that is pretty unhealthy to put that extra pressure on yourself, especially with everything else that's going on at the moment. Um, I, I think you, you mentioned there, it's a really good point, maybe taking some time out to do some, some self-care and just looking after yourself and... and just decompressing a little bit rather than adding to, to that that stress and and uh, of of these unprecedented times because it, it is difficult and, and people manage it in different ways like some people are very get up and go and, and others go into the shell so yeah um i, I think that's a, re a really valid point you made there about you know using the time but not to feel too bad about it if you don't because that's okay as well I think it's good to have a, a normalizing source of truth at like this kind of group because it's so easy to think when you're on any form of social media where people share the best version of their lives or the most hyperinflated version of their lives emotionally, whether good or bad or whatever, that has already lived in and is, um, you know, managed to write that novel they've been putting off for 15 years and is already six packed up ready for when we eventually get out of lockdown in summer 2022. Um, I think it, it's, it's, it's just interesting how we can apply our anxiety across. I think once you've, once you have a sense of what anxiety is being more than just worry, being something that is, that affects you without necessarily some sort of external influence. For me, the difficult part is knowing that this situation that I'm feeling anxious about, someone else might just worry about and then deal with through compartmentalizing. But for me, it sort of spirals because I have that normal reaction and then it's compound with everything else. And, I, and I'm desperate to find a way, but it links into the idea of having found it and I should blame myself for that, of not letting it spiral. Um, and I think the best route that I've found for that, the best thing I've found for that is literally talking, <laughs> sound like I'm repeating the play's name in a play, is talking about <laughs> it. Um, it's the only thing that's the only thing that works for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at self-care. I'm not good at rationalizing for myself. Like Russell mentioned the, the evidence. Um, I always somehow managed to sort of come up with some form of evidence. At this point, I'm so bad at self-destructive thoughts. I can find the evidence if I need to. Um, so for me, the only thing that works is, is yeah, having a couple. Yeah, that's the best thing for me, I must admit. Um, although I'm a big believer in self-care. I talk a good game, but when it comes down to it, I'm probably not the most effective with it. So uh, in short, this is definitely the, the best route for me as well. To be honest, I totally echo your um, your sentiments on that. Definitely. Yeah, some really good thoughts there. I really like like what's been shared. I think it's resonated with me. Uh, just what John just said in it, like you know, I, I can take the elements of what Russell was saying about you know, I call it check myself before I wreck myself. You know, like identifying those unhelpful thoughts. You know, what's the evidence for that? But then I still manage to think of a reason to just justify it. And and, and what Ed said about solitude. Like I would love to be able to be 
so comfortable in my own space that I don't worry and the anxiety doesn't creep in. But uh, I think, like Chris mentioned, um, I also need to realise, you know, be happy that I am just looking after myself and my self-care. And, you know, when, once we take a step back and appreciate what we have done, um, that can hopefully help us, you know, feel better about ourselves. But uh, I think it's a really good topic, anxiety, and I'm sure in future sessions we'll come back to that. Uh, so I'm, this is a, probably a good time to kind of wrap it up for tonight. But um, in terms of the session, what we do, normally do is we check out. So, uh, you know, what, what, how, how you've changed from the beginning, what you're thinking about now, are you going to take any of this going forward, however you want to do it. Yeah, I've just, it's, um, it's not nice. It's nice hearing different viewpoints and anxiety because everyone's viewpoint and anxiety is different. Um, you know, hearing some stories from various people this evening has helped me. And, you know, it's, it's good to hear different viewpoints. But I mean, I've, I've said it every time I've been in one of these meetings, I'm much, I'm happier and, you know, it gives me a really good feeling knowing that, I've spent the last hour with some really good, like-minded people, and I look forward to the next one. Uh, yeah, I'll check out. Um, I've just found this this sort of way of doing it, Zoom with headphones in and seeing the fix, way, a really good way of focusing. Um, so I feel really focused on this particular session. Um, and as always, I just feel so much better. But I just feel I just feel how important it is to be able to hear other people's stories and then give them some sort of moral support or not advice, but a moral support and just, or, or just a listening ear just for people and just giving some, you know, people the opportunity just to say, I'm feeling a bit shit about this and, and just being able to talk. So it's, I really, really enjoy this session. It's been really good. Um, I'll carry on from, from what's just been said and, 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 and just reiterate that uh, the feeling that when, when we get together, it is it's kind of a weight lifted to to express how I'm feeling. Um, but also then there's the uplifting feeling that listening to to other kind of like-minded people who are in a similar situation, um, listening to their similar or different issues uh, and and kind of learning from them and hopefully them learn from us uh, and and just sort of the the camaraderie and the togetherness of it, making it more of a um, more of a positive experience for everyone, uh, and a very sort of all inclusive. What everyone says, it's, there's no right, there's no wrong, there's no prescriptive answer to it. But it, it just, I think everyone who, well, speaking from my own experience and speaking to what people have I've heard before, it just seems to be a very very positive. Um, way of releasing some of the anxieties going back to what we were discussing before and, and issues and, and at least giving them a clear head to, to face the next day Yeah I'll um, check out next um, this has just been another really good session for me for the reasons of, of hearing a couple of people talk about things that are exactly my experience and my feelings so when talking about solitude and how that's meant he's had to really be with his anxiety and really be with his emotions and that was me for a good couple of weeks is that um i really just had to be with it and i learned so much from it and then people talking about how everyone's seeing these constructs on social media people doing these perfect lockdown worlds and how that's putting pressure on them and hearing about that as well is is a good thing to relate on but it validates 
my experience of that and my troubles with it. And then it's also been another good session for hearing other people's struggles that are different to mine. And I think that really helps to ground me and keeps me humble. Um, so yeah, that's what I love so much about these sessions and yeah, it's been a really good one for that again. Yeah, I'm happy to uh, check out. Yeah, um, for me, it, it, this session, again, it's, it, and the, this group just massively highlights that um, we're not just here just for a tick box exercise. We're also, oh, everyone's great and happy and fantastic. I really appreciate the candor of everybody um, and really admire it. Um, that's massively helped me to open up as well um, in terms of how I'm feeling because I'm in a bit of a 50-50 situation where I'm feeling okay, with some things not so yeah um i massively admire the honesty and integrity of everybody and the fact that you guys are just happy to just listen to me and and and, and be just as open with me as i've been with you and that, that that's great um that's, that's massively helped me out today with my own turmoil around and my anxieties and, and 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 my depression so yeah no thank you everybody it's been a really good session i feel a lot better on the back of it thanks i'm glad to hear that um chris um i would i would echo everything that everyone said and i think in the spirit of the candor and honesty I, this this session has massively helped me as it always does but the the um checking out i've still got that latent anxiety and i know that there's still things going on that i'm probably gonna have to go back and deal with tonight and i just know that that would have been the case without this and it would have been much worse so i really appreciate the fact that you guys have been here to listen to me and share your own experiences it's all about that validation not feeling lonely not feeling like you you're the only one that's going through it just just even that just lifts you even temporarily until the next one which is why the more the better. So I thank you. I call that thanks, I guess. That's great, guys. Yeah, I'll check out. Um, I feel very connected, very supported. Uh, I think uh, I feel very happy because um, I think that I'm, it's nice to see people that are not, they're not burying their feelings and emotions. They're looking at them and examining them. And I think a big part of what we do at Talk About Mate is not just raising awareness. A lot of people can raise awareness. We're going a step further than that now and we're providing support and providing a space where we can help each other. And the best thing we've done for each other is just listen to each other and allow each other to speak. And um, we're all different. But for me, this is what being a man is. You know, if you've got an issue or something that's troubling you, we've all been able to get it off our chest. Uh, and like John said, it, it, it goes some way to helping you deal with that thing. And, you know, it's not a magic pill. You can't just click your fingers and everything is better straight away. But by thinking about it and developing strategies and learning how to cope, we can all become better advocates for ourselves, you know, and have greater self-awareness. And that's what we try to do and talk about it, mate. So it's been a pleasure tonight and I'll hope to see you all again at our Wednesday and Sunday meetings. And um, hope you all have a great evening. Thanks, everybody. Cheers for that great session. Cheers. Well, that was our session. I hope you um, enjoyed or, or got some insight into what peer support is. Um, you know, it's not easy to come along and be that open and honest. But as I said, this is a group of guys who've known each other for a number of months and have a pre-existing relationship with each other. But why are we doing this? Is we, we think that this is a format that is really meaningful. It works and it's helpful. And we want to get more people on board. So help us share it. 
give give us some feedback tell somebody you know because this will this could be rolled out to so many different kinds of groups and we're so proud to be doing that so thank you for listening to this podcast